Welcome back. It's another week, and that means we're starting with Mock Draft Monday, folks. Hope you guys are ready for this. Some changes went on with the bowl games this last weekend. We're going to get into what that might mean and where we're going to go. Welcome to Locked On NFL Draft. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Locked On NFL Draft. I'm your host, former NFL and NFL defensive back, Eric Crocker. And as always, joined by my co-host, Ryan Tracy. We want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Ryan, man, a, a lot of stuff went on. With, with the draft, and, and we're going to get into some of these performances later in this week, but there was some shakeups, and I'm curious to see yep. if any of those shakeups reflect on this mock draft that we're doing today. Absolutely. We'll go over some of those games tomorrow in detail, but what do they mean for today? And I think shakeup is a good way to put it because we're going to treat this, at least I am, like uh, I'll do AFC. Eric's got the NFC. We'll go back and forth, and we'll just keep changing format as we go through. But let's be reactive to what we see on the field. Let's not just be somebody who opts out and ignore the bowl game. So I'm going to use that. <laughs> Starting with the Jaguars, then, we're going to take those performances. And it was good not to be on the field because of this, because the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to say, you know what? I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to Thibodeau and take the guy that was the leader all along. Mm, right. And and that was a question that I had put out there and a lot of the responses. I was like, Thibodeau, Ada Hutchinson, and there are a lot of people that feel a certain way about Hutchinson now. But regardless of that, I'm not going to let one game sway me because he kind of got bullied, pushed around a little bit in, in, in that game. But I'm still going to go with Ada Hutchinson to Detroit because I just think of where Detroit is, the help that they need, especially on the defense side of the ball. I'm going with Aiden Hutchinson there. Yeah, I think that's smart. And again, I'll be the reactive one. Eric will be the smart one. That's the way we'll do that today. <laughs> when it comes to what the Texans need to do, there's a laundry list, right? You can accomplish a number of things, and it's going to be about how do you support and move forward. I think David Culley is going to survive and stay the head coach down there. Uh, in Houston, we don't know what's going to happen with the quarterback. So this is the first spot where we start to think, oh, are the quarterbacks going to get artificially pushed all the way up here? They might, but I don't necessarily think that that's what's going to happen this time. So we're going to do something to help them protect, help them keep whoever does get in the driver's seat a little bit better off. And I'm going to switch it up because I, I like the way Charles Cross moves. I think he's got the athleticism. We're going to give mm. him to the Houston Texans, which leaves – the Jets up on the board, and, and then what do you get? Because now you've gone and, and maybe edges your top priority, maybe tackle is as well, and now that you're really happy because you don't get quite as athletic, but you get your choice. And I think Evan Neal becomes the guy that they want to plan in there. Try to protect, oh. see what Wilson can do next season, and move on from there as well. Two teams in opposite directions, but with the same kind of accomplishment right here. We talked about you know not being reactionary or – I'm not as much as, as you are going to be here. When you look at the New York Giants and they put out some news about the quarterback situation moving forward, you know, Daniel Jones, he's going to be there. They're not moving off of the head coach. I still feel like this is an opportunity, especially having two picks that are so high to be able to kind of still address that position. You know, are they 100% sold on Daniel Jones? I don't think so. So I'm going to go with a guy that's kind of similar to Daniel Jones in a way. I'm going with Kenny Pickett 
here at the fifth overall pick with the New York Giants. I think that's a smart one, and that may be exactly what we see. And we'll see some of the fall from this last week and here coming up in a little bit. The Jets are back on the clock at this point and trying to accomplish some goals. You could do a, a lot of things still. I think this is too early for a George Karloftis or a David Ajabo. This is players that I don't think are ready to step in and be dominant at the next uh, level. So in the top six, I have trouble biting off what they can chew there. So I'm going to go with the bigger question mark and one that we're going to address here in the coming weeks. What do you do with Derek Stingley? Is he really ready? Is the injury concern and the lack of film a bigger issue for fans than it is for teams? In this case, it is. And the Jets are going to say, come on over, uh, DBU personality, Derek Stingley. Oh, I like it. I like it. And that, <laughs> now I'm on the I board. I got This is a team right here. The Carolina Panthers, who don't need the cornerback position. I mean, they, they they put a lot of resources towards that position and the secondary in general over the last couple of years. You know, there's a lot of ways you can go with this. I think quarterback is one where Kenny Pickett would have made a lot of sense. But since he's not there, and we'll see how much, you know, what happens with Matt Corral. I'm going to go with Matt Corral here. Like, we're, we're going to take the ankle. Let's just say the ankle injury is a, a high ankle sprain. So he's going to be fine for everything that he needs to do in the offseason. I think them getting the quarterback here, they don't know what's going on there. I mean, you got Sam Darnold. They clearly don't like him. You got uh, shoot, uh, Cam Newton and and uh, was Walker, number the, the smaller guy uh, coming from the AAF. So it's just I think quarterback's a good fit for uh, the Panthers right there and probably a need moving forward. Go ahead, get that guy right now while you're able to draft high. That makes sense. So now got the Giants, they're back on the clock. And there's a very talented player here that I still like and still think that this guy, you know, should be really high in this Kyle Hamilton. You know, you look at the New York Giants, I could have went off the line. You know what? Scratch that. I'm going to go offensive line. We're going to go with uh, uh, Equinu, uh, offensive tackle at North Carolina State. I wanted to go DB because y'all know I love my defensive backs. But if you're going to have a quarterback that you're drafting high, and it was Kenny Pickett, and you see how Daniel Jones, part of the reason why he's been so ass, uh, trash, excuse me, <laughs> is because they haven't been able to protect him. So let's go get the offensive lineman here. Uh, let's start to be able to protect our quarterback, especially our young asset with Kenny Pickett. And that puts me back on the clock. With the Washington football team, and you know, you look at where they're at. Definitely another team that could be in the market for a quarterback. I, I, I don't, I don't think they go quarterback this high because I, I just don't think that the guys there are first round caliber players that would be essentially available. You know, with this mock at that spot at pick nine. So I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna give them a receiver. We're gonna go with. Garrett Wilson, all right? Uh, you know, I, I really like Garrett Wilson. His dynamic ability reminds me a lot of, you know, kind of what they already have at receiver, you know, with uh, Terry McLaurin, that uh, explosive do-it-all type receiver. I don't know who's throwing mm -hmm. in the ball, but I like him at receiver there. <laughs> and then we look at the Falcons. Quarterbacks are off the board. Uh, offensive line, definitely an area that they can run with. And I'm going to go with Kenyon Green here. You know, one of the tough parts about watching Atlanta Falcons this year was watching Matt Ryan just run for his life and pick himself off the ground, pick himself up off the ground continuously. I thought it was tough to watch. I think they need to shore that up. I don't think that 
Matt Ryan is the long-term answer at this point in his career, but mm -hmm. I don't see the quarterback that you draft there at that spot, at least not at this point in the offseason. We're going to get to more of the mock draft when we come back from talking to you guys a little bit about Bilt Bar. All right. Bilt Bar, it's the new year. And so that means New Year's resolutions. If yours is getting fit, as is mine, and eating better, eating healthier, as is mine, getting in shape, the one thing that's going to help you do that is a Built Bar. You need to add that to your plan. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar and maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick with your New Year's resolution because, you know, it tastes so good. You'll want to eat it, unlike other protein bars with chalky, waxy, and really tastes like, like a chemical pill. All right? You want to be healthy. You want to eat healthy. But we all know it really gets boring, especially by like week three. So you might, you know, want to try this. I think it's worth it, especially knowing that the, the chocolate is 100% real chocolate. And most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. So, you know, you compare that to a regular candy bar. I mean, it's usually around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. You're not getting that with the Built Bar. So here's an idea for the new year. Go to all your secret stashes at your house. Go in the pantries. Go in the office, the cars. I, I sometimes keep snacks in the, in the desk right here in front of me. Empty all that out and put some built Bars in there. Stash some built Bars. And even if you aren't, you know, a huge fan of working out, you can at least try not adding to the, you know, stuff that you're eating that's really bad. And just go ahead, grab you a built Bar. And they have all kinds of really good flavors. Coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel. Those are my two favorites. Got mint brownie and many, many more. In fact, Built Bar, they're always coming out with new limited time flavors. So check out Built.com often to see what's new. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. And we do want to say thanks for making us your first listen. If you're not on the YouTube channel, if you want to see us go through this and see the board as it's laid out, make sure you jump over there and like and sub over on the YouTube side of things. We are free on every platform, so remember that part as well. And so that puts me up on the clock here as we start the second part of the draft with the Denver Broncos. Right now, it looks like Vic Fangio is going to survive. He's going to remain a defensive-oriented head coach that I think you want to look for a quarterback here. You have to. The question of this season has always been the quarterback. But as you said before, Eric, do you take a bet on Sam Howell at this point? I don't think so. Do you look at any of these others and feel like Desmond Ritter could, could rise? Could Carson Strong be a guy that rises all the way into you know top 15? I think it's a stretch. So I'm going to hold off for them. And they're going to make a strength stronger. They're going to get somebody to put – with one of the best safeties in this league in Justin Simmons, they're going to give him a running mate, put Kyle Hamilton back there, and be able to take away the top from a number of high-powered offenses around the league and make their strength stronger. Good pick, and I love it. I love it. You know, now you look at the Minnesota Vikings, and I we continue to talk about the quarterback position. This is just the wrong draft to need a quarterback, especially this many teams. And the Minnesota Vikings, they just drafted uh, – Kellen Mond, just last season, Mond, he hasn't even been active. So he's been the third quarterback. That's not ideal. But where can the Minnesota Vikings use some help? I think they can use help at the cornerback position. They have Cam Dantzler, but he's been kind of up and down. Aside from him, they have Patrick Peterson. Don't think that, you know, that's a real long-term answer. So I think most people will probably maybe go with Andrew Booth here, but I'm not going to. I'm going to go with Roger McCrary. 
I love McCray. I love his game. I think he's going to test extremely well. I think he's a plug-and-play guy that's suited for what the Vikings like to do. Maybe not. Maybe doesn't have quite the length, but he's a terrific press man guy. So I'm going with Roger McCray there. I picked 12 for the Minnesota Vikings. And now that takes me to the Saints, another team that could potentially be looking for a quarterback. I mean, you can almost do this with almost every team at the top of this draft. <laughs> Don't know what's going on at the quarterback position there. Also don't know what's going on at the receiver position. Uh, I think they like, you know, one of the guys that has stepped up this year in the absence of Mike Thomas, but not having Mike Thomas, it kind of scares me a little bit moving forward. And I don't know if they have that long-term answer. So I'm actually going to go with Jameson Williams, receiver out of Alabama, the do-it-all guy, explosive player. Give whatever quarterback's going to be there, probably like, you know, I don't know, Jimmy Garoppolo. Give whatever quarterback's going to be there a legit target, Jameson Williams. Uh, 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 excuse me, Jameson Williams. I almost said Winston. I like that pick there. Yeah, th- that's fine. You should like that because uh, you just royally messed over the Cleveland Browns because that's exactly where they were going to try to help Baker Mayfield out in what looks like is going to be his last season in Cleveland, at least as it stands now. So along those lines, I think they did have the deep threat there. Somebody can take the top off as another option. They have underneath getting a little bit older in that position. So they can still stay at the wide receiver position and feel like they can do somebody uh, added to the offense that can make things a little bit smoother, give another option, another outlet that can do multiple things. And I think this is probably right on the Cleveland Browns board is taking Chris Olave right behind Jamison Williams if he does disappear off that board just in time for them not to get him. That brings up the Pittsburgh Steelers. And when the Pittsburgh Steelers look at this season – with the announcement for all intents and purposes, this is Ben Roethlisberger's end. They have to look forward. They're going to be another team that's going to be active in free agency in uh, trade rumors because I still don't think that there's an option there. Could you want somebody that is like Ben and look like a Carson Strong? That could be something. If he rises through this draft process, that may be something that look uh, down the line. But right now, that's not in the cards. So what can you do? You can hold on. You can try to improve things until that point. Their offensive line needs a lot of help, and I think it's kind of a no-brainer to plug in either an athletic tackle or a guy that can really anchor your whole entire line. They're going to do that with Linderbaum from Iowa and let whoever is throwing the ball for them have somebody right in front of them that they feel can provide that protection and that confidence. Opposite is true in Los Angeles. Almost said San Diego. There, I always do. Uh, with Herbert there, you want to give him more. Help him out more. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, that's great. Get him some more help on the other side. Now, Joey Bosa, we've seen ups and downs. Obviously, an incredible athlete, not always healthy. Can you give him a bookend? I think this is the perfect kind of bash-the-pocket kind of pass rush that they feel that they can supplement on the other side. This is a spot where I think George Karloftis actually makes sense and will provide a little bit more spark to collapse pockets in the AFC West, something I'm not so happy about. But neither would the Raiders be, and they're on the clock next, so then what do they do? Is this going to be a titanic shift in their philosophy for the organization? We honestly don't know, but one place that you can't go wrong is trying to build your lines on one side or the other. They've had a little trouble with this. They had a a number four pick. They went a little haywire. Does this continue for Mike Uh, Mayock? I'm not certain. We're going to have to see where he goes, if he's still in charge there, but I think on a lot of boards, it's going to be DeMarvin Leal that's going to be the next guy off the board on that interior defensive line that can do a little bit of everything for you. They take him here, and that brings us back to a Baltimore Ravens squad that has a lot of injuries here. Now, they could go interior 
They could go edge. They could do a number of things. But in this league, stopping the pass is what's on top. They would love to get a press man corner like Booth to put opposite Marcus Peters and try to bring that whole unit back to glory. They will do that. Then they're going to get to the Philadelphia Eagles, and they are going to finish this section here with back-to-back picks. They have a lot to get done, obviously. This is the really interesting part. It's been a while since Chris Long was there. It's been a while since you had a a dominant defense that could take away. What are you going to do to to try and improve that? You're going to get more athletic. And this is where David Ajabo goes off the board with the Philadelphia Eagles. That's a no-brainer. Okay, so you're you're not going to bark at that. Okay, cool. I feel better at that. I thought you were going to say, wait, there's a DB available. Uh, (laughs) You know, they lost. Graham had the big injury. And, you know, I've kind Mm -hmm. of really been, if you look at the past drafts, I've been saying, like, they need to go edge. So they have back-to-back picks to be able to address – you know, edge and other positions. And I do like the cornerback position next for them, but definitely right there, edge, I I, I like that spot. They got to round it out and they got to work on both sides of the ball, right? Could they bolster the defensive line continually? Sure. But with the quarterback question mark, if you end up with Hurts, I still like Hurts. I still think he has room to develop. Maybe they do as well. What do you do to help him out? You had Devontae Smith. You give him a big body receiver that can go up and get the ball for you. And Traylon Burks fits in that offense, I think, pretty well. That's where they're going to go with their back-to-back picks. We are now three-quarters or two-thirds, at least, through this draft. We're going to get to the end of it here coming up in just a minute. All right, but first, we want to talk to you guys a little bit about Get Upside. All right, and listen, all our locked-on NFL Draft fans, I mean, this is an incredible app that everyone who buys gas needs to know about. It's called Get Upside. My listeners are making up to $0.25 for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the Get Upside app for free in your you know, App Store, your Google Play Store right now. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus of $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's $0.50 cents cash back. Don't pay a full price at a pump ever again. Get cash back by using GetUpside. Now, just download the app for free. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN to get $0.50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. And definitely with the way gas prices are right now, you want to take advantage of that and fill up that tank. All right, some people who drive a lot are making as much as three, you know, two, three hundred dollars a month in cash back. And crazy part about it, guys, there's no catch. The cash gets added right to your account. You can cash out at any time. You know, just use your bank account, your PayPal, your e-gift card, your Amazon cards, whatever it is that you use, use that. And again, right now, download for free the Get Outside app. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. All right, get 50% cash back on your first tank. Again, that's promo code touchdown and go do that right now. And speaking of do that right now, who do we have? We have you're you're still you're back on the clock. You have two AFC teams coming up, two AFC East teams coming up. You have at pick 21, the Miami Dolphins, and at pick 22, you have the New England Patriots. Where are you going with these guys? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to first apologize to you because I powered through the Eagles picks forgetting that you were doing the NFC. So, you know, I'm just <laughs> excited about that franchise. Apologies. We were on the same page. <laughs> we were on the same page for sure. We were. Okay, so it worked out. <laughs> now, for the, the Miami Dolphins, who I think are coming on strong in, in this season, they're still playing tough. They're, they're doing some good things down there. They still need some pieces. And this is one, Jalen Waddle's been a monster in terms of a reception machine. He's been, honestly, as good as I thought that he was, except for the deep aspect for it. So what do you do to compliment him? You give him another big body. You give him a guy that has been a leader this season. You're going to put opposite him, Drake London, and have a pair of pillars that you can lean on. 
And that is exactly what the New England Patriots are really happy to see because that gives them an opportunity. And this is something I think it's going to be a little bit thrown for a loop because they have some needs on the offense. They have some needs on the edges on both offense and defense. But to have an opportunity to get a player that you haven't seen in New England from maybe, I don't know, Vince Wilfork for Bill Belichick, a guy that can move all around the interior defensive line with a supreme body. You could even throw him on offense if you want to. This seems like a Belichick kind of guy for me. Jordan Davis ends up in New England and a jack of all trades for Bill Belichick's defense. Man, I mean, Philadelphia Eagles, three picks in the last five picks. They're back on the clock now at pick 23. And I'm going to stay with defense, right? We've been going defense heavy. With them, we went deep, we went edge, we went cornerback, and we're staying here at linebacker Devin Lloyd out of Utah, the speedster. This is tough because you know you watch Georgia and how their linebacker played. You know, he did tremendous, but we're gonna go edge, we're gonna go uh linebacker here with Devin Lloyd, the speedster out of Utah. I, I like him there to solidify that defense. Now we have the Cardinals on the clock, and they can get better at a few different positions. I kind of really like what they have going on on offense, so we're gonna stay. On the defensive side of the ball, we're going to go with Trevon Walker, the edge rusher out of Georgia. Give him that guy coming off the edge. J.J. Watt, does he come back? You know, is he the same? Not sure. Chandler Jones, he's going to be a little bit older. Let's get a guy in that right now doesn't maybe have to be an every down edge rusher, but with Watt maybe sliding a little bit more inside, coming off of an injury, I think this would be a position to be able to, you know, get some speed off that edge. I like that one. You want to get back at me and take the bills too? No, no, no. You got him. <laughs> When it comes to the Bills, then, what are you trying to, to take the next step forward to support Josh Allen? Maybe you thought the defense was going to be better than it is. That could be true. You would start to think about how can we get there? There's a number of aging defenders out there. I, I think a nice fit, a guy that can play a number of roles for you and maybe diversify what you're able to do on the defensive side in the backfield. I like Javon Brisker here to the Bills. I think that could be a nice fit. Then you get to the Cincinnati Bengals. They've seen the offensive explosion come together, right? Is that enough to have Jamar? And now you see Higgins coming around. Is, is that enough? Or do you want to just double down and try to get your quarterback, Joe Burrow, into the talk of the Josh Allens and the Patrick Mahomes? I think it'd be interesting to throw another guy in there that you think can get things done. I think Don Johnson to the Bengals makes a lot of sense if you're trying to bolster that offense. I think the toughest team to pick for, at pick 27, we have Tempe Buccaneers. You think about their roster, and they have some good players all over the place. I think at the end of the day, you kind of want to help them. They just drafted Tristan Warfs. Let's go ahead, address the offensive line a little bit more and go with Nicholas uh, Pettenferrier. I mean, that that's a guy who – that's the only guy I could really think that could fit right now. They have linebackers. They have DBs. They have safeties. They have defensive linemen. I mean – I would wanted to go D-line, but I didn't see an edge guy here. Maybe Jermaine Johnson, but aside from that, I think let's address that offensive line, continue to protect Tom Brady, who seems like he's never going to retire. I'll say and this, we're turn around. David, if, if Lovante David's injury is significant, you might see Dean there. We'll talk about that in yeah. coming weeks. And that wouldn't be something that surprises me. You got the uh, Detroit Lions now on the clock at pick 28. This is a team right here. This might surprise some people, but I'm, I'm going to go with Carson Strong at quarterback. Ryan Tannehill, to me, he's just not really doing it. I think this gives them the player right here. You drafted him late, but you still get the fifth round option. So if he pans out, great. If he doesn't, it could be a situation like Green Bay where they have Jordan Love and Jordan Love. You know, it's like, is he going to play? He's not, you know, didn't invest a whole lot in him. But 
We'll see what they get from Carson Strong, somebody that can sit behind Tannehill, built kind of similar, maybe not the same athletes, but I like Carson Strong here. That's an interesting one. That sets up the Titans and Ryan Tannehill to get a chance to really take a step forward. And so you're not going to look at quarterback here. I think what you've seen is that Tannehill has, has solidified himself there. So how do you support him again? Oh, what my bad. Did I, pick, did I pick for the Tennessee? No, you're fine. Did, my you, bad. Did, you, you just mentioned Tannehill, and that was what was on my brain too. So <laughs> okay. Carson Strong in for Goff. Tannehill stays where he's at. What do you do to help him? What can they improve there? I think that you have to feel pretty good about the way uh, they're built except for the injury thing. And so just Trevor Penning, a guy that should be an elite athlete at the position, can you work him into the rotation? You've invested in the tackle spots, but you've had some injuries there. That's an interesting option. But I think at the end of the day, what you want to do is protect in the back and help out that defensive backfield. I think this is a really nice spot. And I think the coaching staff is going to like Sauce Gardner, and they're going to be very happy when he's selected for the Tennessee Titans. Oh, Cowboys, this was a tough one. You know, you look at, they got rid of Jalen Smith. You see what Parsons is doing. Is it going to start to go more towards a full-time edge rushing position? I'm not quite sure of that, but I don't think they're as high on LVE, LVE as they were in previous years. So we're going to go with N'Kobe Dean, pair him with Parsons. I really like that linebacker core for the Dallas Cowboys. This brings us to the Kansas City Chiefs that we're projecting right now to be the, the Super Bowl loser which uh, doesn't sit very well for me personally, but we'll find out how that works. If if that were to happen, what can you say that you need to project forward? A number of questions. You need depth on the defensive side, on the outside. You need depth at the wide receiver spot. They have a Georgia wide receiver in the house already. I don't think this is the spot for George Pickens. While he may fit very well, I don't think they're ready to go there. I think they want to concentrate on what they could be losing in three different safeties. A guy that can come down and play the slot and play that robber spot is Daxon Hill, and I think that is a certainly a nice fit that they may end up going with. All right, then we're last pick of the first round, last pick of this draft show. We've got the Green Bay Packers and another team that has some really good weapons, but I think George Pickens – getting them a receiver to play alongside Devontae Adams. They've been searching for that guy. They drafted Amari Rodgers last year. He's more of a slot. I think George Pickens to the Green Bay Packers makes a lot of sense. Well, that's one scenario. I hope that was fun for all of you guys. It's fun for us. It's kind of our speed round. We're going to do a different format of the Mock Draft Monday every week. Hope you guys enjoy that. If you'd like to make suggestions, leave them in the YouTube comments or hit us over at the iTunes reviews and let us know what kind of Mock Draft you'd like to see us do. Uh, Eric, sorry I stepped on you there in the middle of the draft, but uh, I think you won that one. <laughs> well, we'll see. And I'm pretty sure every team feels like they won when the draft ends. And we feel like we won today. So we want to thank you guys again for making us your first listen of the day. Thank you for tuning in. If you guys want to interact with us, follow us on Twitter at Eric underscore Crocker at Ryan Tracy NFL. Shoot us a DM, shoot us a tweet. Let us know what you're thinking and what you want for a team. And if there's prospects that you want us to look into for you and you're interested, let us know. That's what we're here for. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On NFL Draft. We are out. Peace.